नम शिवाय ओम 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 नम शिवाय हय नम पार्वती पत हर हर महारिओम so whether we are walking the path of spirituality or we are trying to achieve some goals in this world we need to perform actions without actions we cannot achieve any result action is a must but actions happen at various levels generally we understand action only happening at the level of our body but even when we act with our body the action is happening at the level of our mind so every action leaves an impression in our mind every action every thought or every conscious thinking which we do also leaves impression on our mind and this gives rise to further uh, thoughts and further desires and to fulfill those desires we again perform action in the world people generally see the profit which this can measure in the world outside if i perform an action i see the result and i am very happy with it sometimes i find that if i break some rules or some laws i get better results so it becomes very attractive and one feels that i am benefiting but if we understand the laws of nature and also laws of karma nothing is gain in this world for free if i am getting something then i have to give in return it might not be visible but i am paying for it so everyone has to pay it doesn't come free even though it is not seen but we have to pay for everything whatever we get like our cordless phone we can't say that there are no wires connecting so i can make whatever calls i want it is recorded and we get the bill 
so in uh, spirituality those who want to follow this path bhagwan says that you have to act in a proper attitude with a proper attitude and that proper attitude is called yajna or with attitude of worship then the results not only are gain outside in the world but the internal results are also more beneficial so when we work with this attitude of worship we get the results accordingly in the world outside but simultaneously our mind start becoming more and more pure more and more efficient more and more strong and peaceful and happy so while achieving the goals in the world outside we also progress on our spiritual path and ultimately attain the state of enlightenment therefore bhagwan told arjuna that these two fold paths are there karma yog and jnana yog so first follow the path of karma yog which will lead you to jnana yog and then you will gain that state of enlightenment the yajna bhavana was elaborately explained the whole world is functioning by that attitude of yajna and also this great cycle was uh, explained that from that supreme reality alone uh, expresses or comes forth that creator that creator is nothing but that reality alone with a creative ability or potential creative potential and from that creator alone is born all this world and all the beings and all beings have the ability to act as a gift from the creator so actions when performed with proper attitude becomes yajna from yajna is born the rains or the conducive atmosphere which gives rise to various types of good results or food food for different beings and with that food different beings prosper so this is called the great cycle the chakra which bhagwan says one should keep it revolving by performing action with yajna bhavana one who doesn't follow this karma or follow this cycle is living in vain mogham parthas jivati but how how long we should continue with this karma what is the limit what is the ultimate uh, goal so we can perform till we reach that state of knowledge recognition of the self or enlightenment so bhagwan says one who has attained this state of enlightenment one who is reveling in his own self one who is completely satisfied in his own self and is uh, what you call completely content with his self alone is free from the sense of duty then there is no duty for that person then that person lives in this world and works with joy with compassion with wisdom his expression is expression of love alone not an expression of duty so why because there is nothing that person wants to gain by performing action or nothing can be lost by not performing action 
nor does that person has any dependency on any being for his survival or for his peace or for his joy. See, we, as long as we depend on the world, we have to perform our duties. But when we become supremely independent, then our sense of duty is dropped and only one can express one's love and compassion for the world. Not out of compulsion, but out of love. So that is the state which a realized master attains. So all this was explained to Arjuna very systematically. Why we should perform action, what type of action, how and who is free from the sense of duty. After explaining everything, Bhagwan tells Arjuna that according to me, you have not reached that state of enlightenment yet. Therefore, you have to perform your duties. You are still bound by duties. And that's what he says now in the 19th verse. Let us chant. Tasmad asaktas satatam Karyam karma samachara Asakto hyacharan karma Paramapnoti purushaha Together Tasmadasaktas satatam Karyam karma samachara Asakto hyacharan karma Paramapnoti purushaha Tasmad, Tasmad means therefore. Therefore means after giving so many different explanations. So this Bhagavad Gita, it appeals to the intellect. Whenever we want to speak to the intellect, we have to use the term therefore. By giving some reason. Intellect doesn't accept things emotionally. You follow karma because I am telling you, or you follow this karma because you look very smart when you do this. Such things, logic is not accepted by intellect. Huh, it is accepted by the mind. Mind likes emotions. Mind likes uh, beliefs, faith. Huh? So if certain things we have to uh, tell the mind, then we have to convey it using some emotions, some sentiments, then the mind understands it and follows. But once those emotions are uh, stopped or the supply is reduced, then the mind stops functioning. Hmm. Suppose some servant is there or some worker is there, you talk to that person nicely, sweetly, that person works. But the day you stop talking sweetly, that fellow doesn't work. Because that day is not getting, the mind is not getting the food, so he is not inspired to work. But the intellect, once that intellect is convinced, then whether you uh, have any emotional support or not, the intellect will walk on that path. It's self-inspired. 
mind is more dependent dependent on others but intellect is more independent if we can teach the intellect then that person can remain more and more independent in this world but if we only appeal to the mind then it requires constant dependency so here in bhagavad gita bhagwan doesn't uh, appeal to arjuna's inter- uh, mind alone but to his intellect because arjuna was a very intelligent person but little skeptical so he addresses his intellect and if the intellect is convinced then whether the person who is convincing me is my friend or enemy it doesn't matter intellect accepts it even if our enemy tells us something logically systematically and if the intellect is convinced the intellect will accept it and that's what used to happen in the good old days even in the field of spirituality there is to be debates like shankaracharya ji used to have debates with other scholars who had other views about the scriptures and they will debate logically rationally and the one who gets defeated will accept the other person as his master so so many uh, people they accepted shankaracharya ji as their master they dropped their false opinion and they accepted him so that is the beauty of our intellect therefore here the term tasmat is very important therefore after giving the various logic bhagwan says therefore he arjuna you have to act karyam karma samachara satatam karyam karma samachara constantly every moment you have to perform your obligatory duties karyam means that which has to be done that which on which depends our body on which depends our family unity on which depends our society on which depends the harmony of the world that is called the karyam karma which has to be done like our breathing is a, luckily it is not given a choice we it goes on but it's like a thing which is important for the body we cannot have any excuse for that we cannot say i am feeling very lazy today i will not breathe hmm similarly there are certain actions which are necessary for maintaining our body our family and society and all that is called karyam karma obligatory duties which has to be done satatam at all times we can't we can't give it up even for a short period see one cannot say that my duty only uh, begins at at a particular time maybe from 8 to 5 or whatever but it is 20, 24 hours someone asked so swami ji how 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 many hours we should perform our duties 24 hours in a day not more every every moment is a duty and a responsibility even taking rest is my responsibility towards myself eating is also responsibility towards myself 
whatever sleeping also is part of my responsibility working at home working in the society all these are my responsibility need not be that all the time i am tense or something but it should become my second nature when i identify with my responsibilities then those responsibilities become my second nature and as i keep performing those uh, fulfilling those responsibilities i start deriving more and more joy in those responsibilities themselves we have to ultimately learn to derive joy in the work itself not in the results of work result anyway will come but if we start enjoying the work itself then we become free of the bondage of work instantly if my work is a job if my work is a labor then there is bondage but if my work is a great uh, what do you call joy for me then 24 hours i can be happy hmm? and it's possible it is possible if we work according to our nature if we go against our nature then even for a short period if we work we feel exhausted but if my work is in tune with my nature with my aptitude with my body mind intellect composition with the society with my family it is well tuned then even for a long time i uh, i'll continue in that it doesn't it will not exhaust a person we get more exhausted not physically but mentally intellectually spiritually some people get exhausted spiritually also huh. we get tired but if it is it is like a fish who is swimming in water it is not a job for that fish it's just a part of its life it will not get tired but if we go and start swimming then we might get tired after some time but fish doesn't get tired fish doesn't say what oh, i swimming bachpan se i am swimming <laughs> why not fly why not climb the mountain no it enjoys so this karma yoga is nothing but our way of life it should become our second nature we have to uh, tailor make it for to suit our personality some broad guidelines are given in the scriptures but we have to tailor made i mean tailor make or fit it properly to our personality like when you go to the market there are those dress available hmm, x double x and i think xl or something hmm, extra 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 large or small or medium or this and that and they are made in a standard way uh, large is too large for you and medium is too small for you now what can you do so either wear it very tight dress or loose dress but if you want correct fitting then we have to go to the tailor and see our measurement and then fit it similarly the scriptures gives a broad outline to everyone so we have to find out exactly what is my nature 
and that will come as we study Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita explains everything. Our personality, based on the three gunas, Sattva gun, Rajogun, Tamogun, we can determine our personality. And based on our personality, we have to find the right type of way of life for ourselves. What is good for one person may not be good for the other person. So here, Bhagwan tells Arjuna that you have to fight. But he told his own brother that you go on a pilgrimage. Hmm. Balaramji, he also wanted to, he said, Tirthayatra karke First class, you see all the different places in the country. Take a round, take a dip in all the holy rivers, and then you come back. And he goes, and when he comes back, the war was already over. Almost over. So each according to their need. Here, Bhagwan tells Arjuna to fight this war, but in Ramayana we have a dialogue between Ramchandraji and Parshuramji, and Ramchandraji tells Parshuramji that you stop this war, stop this killing all the kshatriyas which you are doing, and go and meditate, do some tapas, because that was suit, suit, uh, suiting his personality. So each according to their own personality, their own thing, we have to express our role in this world. Like in a drama, various uh, artists or characters are there, each one have to express their own role. If one has become the king, then he should express that. And somebody has become his uh, minister or his servant, then that person should express. In real life, that servant must be his boss. And the king is actually the servant. But in the drama, he has to act like the king. So according to our role, whatever karyam karma we have, obligatory duty, satatam karyam karma, samachara. Samachara means you perform it very well. Samyak achara. Perform it very well. Perform your actions to the best of your ability. Efficiently. With full concentration. With full focus. With extreme care. With extreme reverence and love. You perform your action. Then even a simple action will give you great joy. Like we do do puja of Bhagwan. If we do each and every step carefully, paying attention, that when we are applying, let us say, tikka to Bhagwan, then pay attention there. Not that while applying tikka you ask for nariyal, like you jaldi se. Or you start looking here and there. Then instead of applying it to his forehead, it might go into his eyes. Luckily, Bhagwan's murti alone is there, so no problem, but one has to pay complete attention, 100% attention. Wherever your hand is, let the mind be there. So that it action is given due uh, respect and reverence. Or Pujya Gurudev, Gurudev, even simple actions of writing uh, letters, he will be very careful that uh, writing is to write 
with his own hand. That it comes very neatly. Then the whole letter is folded very nicely. He will see that the spelling of that person and all is not incorrect. Take care to check it out. Then fold the whole letter neatly and put it in the envelope properly. Sometimes people fold it like that and put it in the envelope and stick the um, glue in such a way that it is a great uh, thing to open that envelope. Like If you get something proper, then it's a great miracle. So neatly put it, put it, paste it and give it. So when the people used to receive that letter, it was like a great joy to them. So every action, even walking, even, um, yeah, simple walking, you know what is so great? But walking also can give us great joy. We have to learn to get it. Our problem is, we have some notion that joy is lying there somewhere out there. And we are all the time struggling to create that condition to get that joy. But conditions are already there for joy. So that is why the word satatam and samachara is used. That constantly and efficiently one has to perform one's action. Then even the simplest and the humblest our duties will give us great joy. And that duties will take us to our ultimate goal. Like Shabriji, she just lived in the ashram and performed whatever duties her teacher had given her. And just lived there, enjoying each and every moment of the day. And Bhagwan Ramchandra Ji came and met her. So that is the secret of this karma yoga. Don't wait for the result to become happy. Don't work for happiness, but work with happiness. Don't work for contentment, but work with contentment. Don't work for success, but successfully work. Hmm. Need not wait for the result to come. Result will come as a bonus. Let it come, because at present also results alone are coming. So we are neglecting those results and all the time looking for some other results. So that is a beautiful thing which one has to learn. And we will find that no matter whatever be the condition, we can derive great joy or peace. See, sometimes we may not derive that joy, but at least that peace might be there, will be experienced as we perform those actions. So, tasmad satatam karyam karma samachara and how asaktaha, another word Bhagavan uses, is asaktaha, means without attachment. You work, but let there be no attachment to the action. Let there be no attachment to the thing and people and place and all involved in that action. And let there be no attachment to the results of action. Let the action be just an expression of your sense of responsibility. Karyam karma. I have to do because I have to do. Karyam karma. Need not be very uh, rigid or arrogant. But just that it has to be done, so it has to be done. Like we see in animal, birds and all. 
they continue doing their work. Once I was observing one uh, lot of ants were carrying one dead, uh, what do you call that, uh, cockroach. Many of them, teamwork, yadnya bhavana, many of them in the bathroom. Hmm. And they were taking it uphill like, I means on the wall towards the uh, window. And many of them, so I was quite impressed, like so many ants working together. And I didn't want to disturb them nor wanted to help them also. Hmm. Let them do their self-reliant. So they were together they were taking that ant such a huge that uh, compared to the size of those tiny little ants that uh, cockroach is so heavy. But the beauty is their teamwork which we don't, which we see rarely in human beings and all. But we see often in these little creatures. So together they worked and tried to pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it up. And halfway, because of the, the tiles and all, it was so smooth and all, halfway, the, it, the load became so heavy that the whole, that cockroach fell down. So I observed, they were not seemed to be agitated and all worried, discussion this, that. Again, all of them came down, again picked up the cockroach and again continued pulling, as though nothing happened, as though this thing was never there. As though there was never a failure. They just joyfully they continued. Because that itself, I think, was giving them great joy. So similarly, if we also work with the sense of responsibility, that fulfilling our responsibility itself is our reward. Need not wait for a special reward to come later on. Then that is a great thing. So therefore, he, Arjuna, asaktaha, remaining unattached to the action, to the results of action, to all those things and people and surrounding involved, you perform your duties to the best of your ability. Then what will happen? He says, asaktohi acharan karma paramapnoti purushaha. By performing or living in this way, by living with this attitude in life, you shall become absolutely pure. Means your mind will become absolutely pure, your intellect will become absolutely pure, and you will be able to realize or recognize that your own self. It will take you to your ultimate goal. Param. Param means the supreme goal will be attained of enlightenment. Other things will be attained on the way, but it will take you to that state of enlightenment. You will not only get what you want in this world, means whatever the need of the body, the society, family and all, you will not only get that, but you will also attain the supreme goal. See, our, uh, this spirituality is not something which will make a person poor. It will make, it will give lot of prosperity. 
this dharma if one follows properly it creates lot of prosperity in the surrounding but ultimately it gives us that state of enlightenment also so asaktaha hi acharan karma param apnoti purushah this person a human being will attain the state of enlightenment by just following this path of karma yoga so therefore he arjuna don't think of abandoning your duties don't think of running away and just meditating somewhere it is not possible so you perform your duties properly that is the best option for you so till this verse bhagwan had given this uh, reason for action now there are this uh, there might be this question one question is that is this your latest theory or is it that people have followed this path and have attained the goal because many time people come up with great theories yes very great theory you know a person was about to be operated and he was feeling nervous like so surgeon looked at him and he said why are you getting so scared he said this is my first operation i am getting little scared and all he said look at me this is my first experience also. i have never performed operation before but i am not scared so here arjuna want to know whether this is his pet theory latest or is it time tested is it that people have followed this and have attained the goal so bhagwan gives a example and also he tells that uh, why uh, even a realized person continues acting in this world that reasoning also is given in the next verse let us read कर्मणव हि संसिधि आस्थिता जनकादय लोकसंग्रहसी टुगेदर कर्मणवेट बाय कर्म अलोन बाय परफॉर्मिंग देर ड्यूटीज ग्रेट पीपल लाइक जनक आदय लाइक राजा जनक अश्वपति एंड ऑल सम एग्जाम्पल्स आर देर इन अवर स्क्रिप्चर्स द राजा जनक इज वेरी फेमस ही वॉज द फादर ऑफ सीताजी एंड ही वॉज कंसिडर्ड टू बी अ रियलाइज पर्सन दो ही वॉज अ किंग ही कंटिन्यूड टू बी अ किंग ही कंटिन्यूड रूलिंग द किंगडम बट at the same time he had attained that state of enlightenment so even being an enlightened person he continued uh, fulfilling his responsibility as a king 
before reaching that state of enlightenment also he was a king so just being a king and fulfilling his duties slowly and steadily his mind became pure and when his mind became pure he came in contact with a great teacher ashtavakra sage ashtavakra he had eight bands in his bodies therefore he was called ashtavakra but he was a great realized enlightened master so raja janak came in touch with such a realized master and from him he gained this knowledge and gained that state of enlightenment but even after uh, attaining enlightenment he continued being a king taking care of his kingdom it's like a like a momentum like suppose the the fan is moving and you switch it off then even after it is switched it off it continues moving hmm just because it is switched off it doesn't stop instantly similarly a seeker walking this path and he is performing certain duties and all he continues on that path and then he attains that state of enlightenment but even after attaining that enlightenment he continues but now not with a sense of duty but with a sense of joy as an expression of his love and compassion for the entire world so bhagwan tells arjuna he is giving the example of janak because janak maharaj was a kshatriya a king in arjuna here is also a kshatriya so you should give appropriate examples arjuna could identify with this example so he says karmana karmana eva by performing his duties and by following this path of karma yoga alone sansiddhim sansiddhi is the ultimate state of siddhi the state of enlightenment when we are awake to our own nature when we are awake to our own self when we have recognized our own self when we have reached our center that is the state of enlightenment awakened person not identified with the body mind not identified with the ego but one who has recognized one's own real nature see when i am speaking the sound is coming from the speakers hmm they are there i don't know where they are so suppose i identify with the speaker and think that i am that speaker which is making all the sound then it is a false understanding but when i come to know that i am someone different from the speaker different from the mic i am totally different hmm similarly this body this mind is intellect ahankar they are like speakers and mics and all different from my own nature which is the self so when the mind becomes pure when we gain the proper understanding wisdom and when we meditate we come to realize ourselves so janak maharaj also following this path of karma yoga which led him to jnana yoga and he attained that state of realization 
कर्मणा एव संसिद्धेम आस्थिता जनकादया जनक एक्सेट्रा मीन्स अदर लॉट ऑफ अदर पीपल वर ऑल्सो देयर हु रीच दिस स्टेट ऑफ एनलाइटनमेंट सो दिस इज नॉट अ न्यू थियरी बट इट्स अ प्रैक्टिकल पाथ वेर लॉट्स ऑफ पीपल हैव वॉक्ड ऑन दिस पाथ एंड हैव एटेन ओके बट वॉट इफ आई एम ऑलरेडी एनलाइटन If you are already enlightened, then even an enlightened person works in this world. Why? Loka sangrahame vapi samparshan kartumarhasi. This is a very beautiful term, which is now taken up, and in the following many verses, Bhagwan will explain in detail. He says, uh, not only an uh, uh, ordinary seeker who has not reached that state of enlightenment should work in this world for loka sangraha. Loka sangraha means, one meaning is to integrate people, to create harmony in the society, human society. We are talking about human beings. If human beings get properly integrated, it is good for other creatures also. For animal, birds, plant, and all, they are suffering actually because of human beings. Lot of creatures are terribly suffering because of our faulty way of living. In the name of experiments, in the name of uh, enjoyment, you know, for our pleasure, we are we are hurting all many creatures, animal, birds, plant, nature, this, that, and all. Why? We are restless. We are not satisfied with ourselves. We are like disturbed. But if humanity becomes more peaceful, more uh, satisfied, then one can live in this world with more harmony, creating great joy for ourselves and for others also. People are afraid that if we are become satisfied, we might not progress. That is a false notion. We can progress in the sense we can prosper in the world even with that sense of contentment and joy. Then our life will not be for for just uh, you know, fulfilling our needs or fulfilling our desires. But it will be like an exploration. We have to explore the world outside as well as inside. We have to take up the journey as an as a as a as an adventurer, exploring the world outside, which science is doing, and exploring the world within, which spirituality is doing. So this can be done if we are more in harmony with everyone around us. So, Loka Sangraha. Arjuna, you can work in this world for the, for the, for, for integrating the world. Loka Sangraha also means that, uh, uh, as Shankaracharya ji writes in his commentary, that Lokasya Unmarga Pravratti Nivaranam Loka Sangraha. To prevent people from going in the wrong direction one have to perform action so that those who know those who are wise they can lead people in the right direction prevent people from going on the wrong path 
So it is the responsibility of wise people, it is the responsibility of elders who know to prevent uh, the other generation who doesn't know from going on the wrong path. So that is also called loka sangraha. Like in a family, it's the responsibility of the parents to see that the children go on the right path. I remember, you must be also remembering this, there, is, there was this story of that little boy who got into the habit of stealing in school. So he used to steal some pencil and then some rubbers or some, what you call, books and all from his friend. Slowly that uh, pravritti, that, uh, that habit became more and more uh, uh, strong, pronounced, and became expert in stealing. And the mother and all was there, she did not say anything. She knew that he was stealing and bringing. So like that, she did not, I am just using this language, huh? it doesn't mean anything. So, then that he became a pakka thief and one day the police caught him and he was being taken to the jail. It's a story you must have heard. Then they asked him that you have been taken now. He said, please give me one chance to speak to my mother. He said, okay. So he went, approached his mother. He went towards her ears and he bit her ears. She said, what is this now nonsense? Huh? You are going to jail. Hari Om bol ke achhi se chale jao. Why did you bit my ears? He said, this is because you did not lead me in the right direction. When I started this, at that time if you had guided me, I wouldn't have reached this state. Hmm. So it is the responsibility of those who know, those who are elders, those who are leaders, to see that the generation who is following, they are not misled. That is the response. See, Arjuna, he himself, uh, he could have just dropped this war and gone to the forest and all, but that would have created such a negative impression in the minds of all the people who were there in this. It creates so much of disturbance. Not only in those, in that period, but it lasts for a long time. A great historical figure, if he commits one mistake, that mistake, for that mistake, lot of people have to suffer. That person suffers, no doubt. But millions of other people also suffer. Because the greater the person, greater is his responsibility also. Hmm. Like in one of the movies, the dialogue was there. Hmm. With great power comes great responsibilities. Hmm. I won't tell you which movie. Which movie? Hmm? Spider-Man, okay. So, with great power of being a leader, like Arjuna was a, not a Spider-Man, but he was a, was a great person. So it was his responsibility 
to follow the right path. Whether he personally liked it or not, it doesn't matter. So Bhagavan says, even thinking from the standpoint of loka sangraha, loka sangraha me vapi sampasyan kartum arhasi. Seeing loka sangraha, you have to fight this for. You may say, no, no, I don't like to fight, or I don't care for even enlightenment, I don't this. No, but for the sake of the world, for the sake of people, you have to fight this war. Because even realized person, they live in this world with this only one, uh, one, uh, yeah, one thought or one desire in their mind of loka sangraha. They work because of loka sangraha only. Not for anything else. So, loka sangraha me vapi sampashan kartum arhasi. But what is this loka sangraha and how exactly it happens? And what if I don't work, what will happen? And if I work, what will happen? Please explain. So, this uh, next verse, very beautiful. Pujya Gurudev is to love this verse. He says, Yadyada charate shreshtaha Tatta deveta rojanaha Sayat pramanam kurute Lokastadanu vartate Yadyadacharate shreshtaha tattadeveta rojanaha sayat pramanam kurute lokastadanu vartate. He says yadyadacharati shreshtaha. Shreshtaha means a, a good person, better person. Shreshtaha means best person. Whatever uh, ideal person does, yad yad acharati, the way an ideal person, whom we consider as an ideal person, whatever that ideal person does, acharati means acharan. Acharan means is daily conduct. Conduct. Whatever be the conduct of a great person, yad yad acharati shreshtaha, Tattad eva itaro janaha, others also who take that person as their ideal, who takes that person as their leader, who takes that person as an example in their life, they also imitate that person. That is how the world functions. Sayat pramanam kurute, and whatever that person considers as praman, as authentic, whether his lifestyle, whether that person takes up certain books or scriptures as praman, or that person takes up some religion as praman, hmm. then locus tadanuvartate, others who consider him great, they also blindly follow that person. That is how human society functions. We may be very intelligent and smart and very wise, but we have this inner urge and tendency to follow. We follow. Therefore, there is in the, it at all age groups, even with youngsters and children and all, there is what they call peer pressure and all. 
If somebody is doing, then they are urged and forced to follow that also. A pressure comes unknowingly. Somebody does something and if we consider that person as great, then we are also motivated to follow. It becomes, it, it, it gives us great satisfaction to follow somebody whom we consider great. It makes us feel more secure. See, why do we follow people? Because it makes us feel secure. He is doing now, yeah, he is intelligent, so he must have thought about it. So I will also do it. Even if I don't think. Even if I have not thought over it. But since that fellow is doing, must be good. So I blindly follow. So it prevents, it. Uh, I don't have to struggle to think. Hmm. I feel more secure. Then also, I see the number of people who are following. Great following is there, so must be good. How many people are following? Large followers are there, so, so others also follow. Whether it is in the world of materialism or in spirituality or religion, whatever be the field, this is how human beings generally behave. Even in the field of spirituality, if some pop star or someone, they, they just uh, take up certain path and others who are their fan and all, they also blindly do it. In the good old days, the Beatles and all, they, they followed uh, a great yogi from India and others also then did. Others, those followers also. Some of them singers and all, they apply bindi, then all everyone starts applying bindi. Because they consider them as their great ideals. But your mother also applies, no, no, no. She might not be great ideals. Hmm. So that is our human tendency. Yad yad acharati shreshtaha. Shreshta means better, higher, superior person. Now the interesting thing is that each one of us is Shreshta to someone. Everyone is Shreshta to somebody or other. You will always find somebody behind you, following you. Knowingly, unknowingly, consciously, unconsciously. Even a beggar, other beggars begging karta hai. Authentic. And he asked people just to pour out their heart and give it to him. So he becomes an ideal for others. Please take me as your disciples and teach me. Like that. So even beggars, even a simple person, their own children follow, parents. And here the important is acharati, not vadati. People generally don't follow what we say. We teach more from our behavior than with our words. Hmm. At home also, children, they observe their parents. They are great observers. Right from their childhood, right from the time they are in your mother's womb, the children observe. And they learn, they pick up, as our Gurudev used to say, morality is caught, not taught. So they pick up, they observe. The parents tell them, Chhoot nahi bolna chahiye, kabhi nahi bolna chahiye. Then the phone call comes. Kiska hai sharma ji ka bolo nahi hai ghar pe. 
अंकल पिताजी कह रहे हैं कि नए है घर पे कहा बैठे है? सामने मेरे सो डेट इज हाउ वी लर्न यद यद आचरटी सो इफ यू वॉन्ट टू टेच देम वी हैव टू फॉलो इट अवर सेल्फ वंस मदर ब्रॉट वन चाइल्ड टू भगवान राम कृष्ण परम हंस एंड शी सेट दिस चाइल्ड इज किप्स ऑन एटिंग लॉट ऑफ जैगरी प्लीज टेल ही सेट यू ब्रिंग हर आफ्टर अ वीक सो अगेन दैट मदर ब्रॉट द चाइल्ड एंड ही सेट डोंट ईट जैगरी नॉट गुड दात पर खराब हो जाएंगे सो दैट चाइल्ड अंडरस्टूड शी स्टॉप ईटिंग सो मदर आस्ट हिम दैट वाई डेंट यू टेल दिस बिफोर He said, "I was also eating jaggery, and one week, many thoda, chhod diya usko. Then I could tell. Similarly, we see, we observe, we see what our elders are doing, and we blindly follow because it becomes easier for us. It's like driving also. We see what the other cars are doing, we also do. We see what that other fellow is doing, we also go." it's uh, it's easier to imitate than to independently think and arrive at the understanding which is good but normally masses they follow they are more followers than leaders so hey arjuna you have to work in such a way because you are also a leader shreshta purush so yad yad acharati shreshtah तत्त देवे तरो जनहा ऑल अदर्स दे जस्ट ब्लाइंडली फॉलो सो एट टाइम्स इट मे नॉट बी यूजफुल डायरेक्टली वॉट द पर्सन इज डूइंग फॉर द श्रेष्ठ पुरुष हिमसेल्फ लाइक ए रामायण देर इज अ इंसिडेंट वेन भरत जी केम टू अयोध्या ही केम टू नो दैट रामचंद्र जी हेज गॉन टू द फॉरेस्ट एंड अदर्स टोल्ड हिम दैट यू कैन टेक द किंगडम ही सेड नो इट बिलोंग्स टू माई ब्रदर एंड आई विल ब्रिंग हिम बैक let him be the king i will stay in the forest if he wants and he started walking toward the forest so others his mothers and his um, other subjects they also followed him he said let bhagwan uh, shri ram he walked to the forest so i will also walk they brought chariots and all he refused to sit he said no i will walk to the forest he went walking so why will i sit on the chariot so he started walking and he found that everyone is walking because if bharat ji is walking we can't be sitting in the chariot and overtaking him so everyone started walking his mothers started walking so vashishta ji told him that see your mothers and all they are not sitting in the chariot because you are walking so when he saw that he immediately sat in the chariot he said not for my sake but for the sake of my parents for the sake of others i have to follow certain so he sat in the chariot and he went so whatever a shreshta purush does others also blindly follow if he does the right thing others benefit from it even sayat pramanam kurute even the things which that person considers as praman as authentic a book is taken as authentic a what you call a path a spiritual path is taken as authentic others also follow it 
like i have also come in this chinmay mission because my father is to attend gurudev's lectures so if he attend and he is a shrestha purush for me so if he thinks gurudev and chinmay mission and all is good then it's good for me also so it's automatic the children take what the parents accept as as praman in the in the in those times king ashoka he accepted uh, he was very much affected by the war and bloodshed and lot of people dying and all he accepted buddhism path of ahimsa the all the entire subject followed it in in uh, in the in yog vashishtha there is story of bhakta prahlad bhakta prahlad after his father was killed hiranyakashipu was killed bhakta prahlad became the daityaraj the king of all the demons but bhakta prahlad was a great devotee of the lord and he continued worshiping him he had his own puja room he used to worship and he used to in his uh, in his kingdom also he built lot of wonderful temples and he used to behave very nicely with all and slowly steadily all the demons they started becoming bhagwan's bhaktas all of them they became great devotees of the lord even demons so that is what we see that whatever yatha raja tatha praja whatever the king or whatever the shrestha purush does others also blindly follow so this is a technique which bhagwan shows us to create change and create transformation in the society if you want to bring about change you be the change you want to bring about that's what they say na if you want goodness in the world be supremely good that itself is a great inspiration we cannot say no i can be bad but i want to make everyone good i will see that everyone becomes good but what about you ne merkun i am very very difficult you know <laughs> so that will not work so isayat pramanam kurute lokas tadanu vartate the people also just blindly follow it so our great mahatmas and all they themselves might not be needing certain things but they just follow certain rituals or they follow certain um, uh, practices so that their disciples and all also continue following it one of the great thing of chinmay mission is about time that we start our class or program and all in time and conclude in time as far as possible one minute here and there why because pujya gurudev gave great importance to time he said that first of all we say we declare na that we will begin the program at 6:30 and conclude at 8 then we have to keep our words otherwise it will become a false thing we will be lying to people and everyone has got their own programs and everyone has got their own important things so it is like encroaching other person's time other person's uh, value and all so which should not be done so if one starts at 
particular time and set a particular time, you can accordingly do your other program also. But many times we find Indian standard time or Indian stretchable time. Even sometimes people invite us also at their some program or when we go on time, Suppose 8 o'clock some program is there, we reach there at 8 o'clock and they look at us surprised. Swamiji, aagi aap itni jaldi? Aad baje aapne bola. Aad baje bola hai, das baje shuru hoga. So it is horrible. Anyway, so yat pramanam kurute lokas tadanuvartate. So if we want to even bring about change and transformation in the society with that attitude in mind, you work in this world. So work for the outer prosperity, work for inner spiritual growth and work for integrating society. So you work. So yat pramanam kurute lokas tadanuvartate. Again Arjuna looked at him looked at Bhagavan Sri Krishna, he said, you are giving examples from ancient time, Raja Janak and all those Bharat and all those ancient, those examples. So Bhagavan understood and now he is giving his own example. He said, forget about them, look at me. Very interesting. He says, Name Parthasti Kartavyam Trishulokeshu kinchana, nana vaptama vaptavyam, varta eva chakarmani, name parthastikartavyam. He says, you look at me. He says, Name Partha Asti Kartavyam Trishulokeshu Kinchana. Bhagwan Sri Krishna here is speaking as an enlightened being only. He is Sakshat, that Paramatma who has taken this human form. That will be revealed now in the fourth chapter. But here, he is not revealing his real identity, but he has revealed his identity as an enlightened being. He says, look at me, O Partha, that I do not have any kartavya in all the three words. I don't have anything to be done like I have to do it. This is my duty. There are no duties for me. Duties are there for those who are still bound to the body, mind and to this world. But those who have reached the state of enlightenment, there is no sense of duty. There is no responsibility as such. They are free. They are beyond the scope of all do's and don'ts. But still they do. But they are beyond the scope of do's and don'ts. They have gone beyond. So, name partha asti kartavyam, not only in this world, but trishulokeshu. Not only on earth, but even in heaven or hell or whatever loka you say, I don't have anything to be gained or anything to be lost 
in all the three worlds. Because ultimate gain is to gain our own self. When I, when I come to realize myself, I have gained everything. One who has lost his own soul, he has lost everything. One who has found his own self, he has found everything. That is the thing. If I know and gain enlightenment, I have gained the entire world. Gained all the gods and all the heavens and all the joys of the world is, is attained. So, hey Partha, I have nothing more to gain in this world by doing action and I have nothing to lose by not doing action and I don't depend on any being for my existence or anything for my existence. Supremely independent. See, this concept itself is very difficult to comprehend. No jiva is supremely independent. But that when we reach this state of enlightenment, we become completely independent. Otherwise, we are bound. Even those who think they are free, they are bound. We are bound by our own desires. We are bound by our personality. We are bound by our ambitions. We are bound by so many factors. Constantly, it's no independence. But one who has attained this state of liberation or enlightenment is free. So, I have no duties in all the three worlds. Na anavaptavyam, na anavaptam avaptavyam. There is nothing which is not attained by me, which I have to attain. In terms of outer gain, in terms of state of experience, there is, or in terms of going to some world and all. There is nothing which I have not attained, which I have to attain. Everything is there. It's like the ocean, which is filled with water from every side. And somebody offers that ocean a drop of water or a spoonful of water. Would you like to have some more water? No. Would you, can I take one spoon of water? Nothing can be lost and nothing can be added to that ocean who is filled from every side. So similarly, Bhagavan says, that I have nothing to gain in this world. Then, varta evacha karmani, but still I keep on working in this world. And the only reason is this loka sangraha. It's a very beautiful term. All the great realized masters, they work in this world for the welfare of the world. Their work is an expression of compassion. Their work is expression of the wisdom. They don't have anything to gain personally or lose anything. But they work to integrate the entire world. So, Vartha Evacha Karmani, we find that Bhagwan Krishna right from his birth till the end, he kept on working. He created kingdoms and gave it to others. He did not become a king himself. He said, Aap lelo. He did not mind doing any type of work. Arjuna said, Please become my driver. He said, Very nice. Aapke license hai. So you please become my driver. So he became. Uh, later on, Yudhishthir performed a special yajna. 
wherein he had invited lot of people, Brahmins and others and all. And there, Bhagwan Krishna was doing all this ordinary work, welcoming people, taking care of them, washing their feet also. Then, in between, the Panditji says that, oh, we need to worship a great person. This is a part of the ritual. Shrishta Purush has to be worshipped. So when Yudhishthira was told, he remembered Krishna. He said, only Krishna is Shrestha. So he ran towards Krishna and he was washing somebody else's feet. So he requested, we need to wash your feet. He said, okay, very good. Whether I am washing someone's feet or somebody is washing my feet, doesn't matter. Whatever work, every work is great. And that's what we have to learn. That's what Bhagwan is teaching us. Unfortunately, we have not picked it up. We measure people based on what type of work they do. That's what you call, uh, of, what is that? Of labor. Dignity of labor. Dignity of labor we learn from Bhagwan Sri Krishna. Even simple work he will do. Because that work is an expression of joy. When it is an expression of joy, then all work is same. But if it is an expression of our selfishness, our ego, our pride, then we can differentiate work as good and bad. This is good, I can't do it, this is bad, I will not do it, like that. But if it is an expression of joy, then even simple, and the more humble and simple work, the more joy sometimes we get. Suppose I love someone, then I am ready to even sweep the floor also. And I feel so nice. Oh, I got this opportunity. I went to my teacher and he allowed me to sweep the floor. And I felt so nice. People go to Gurudwara and to the temples and other places and do simple work. Even taking the shoes of people and cleaning it and keeping it very nicely. And they feel great sense of joy in their heart. Why? It's an expression of their love and reverence for that Lord. Because whatever we do for Him is, is, is great. And the, and the simple thing we do is like even great. It is an opportunity. When Bhagwan was building the bridge to cross over to Lanka, a lot of monkeys and others also came to help. There was this little tiny little squirrel who wanted to help. So she started picking up little pebbles and throwing it into the ocean. So one monkey saw it and just wanted to make fun of that squirrel. So the squirrel screamed and Bhagwan noticed. So he scolded that monkey and picked up that squirrel. And with a very beautiful... he. I must have given this example before also. So therefore we find that mark of squirrel is there on... I mean, sorry, mark of Bhagwan's fingers are there on the squirrel, because he patted the squirrel very nicely. When I had been to America, those squirrels don't have this mark. (laughs) They did not come, I think, or maybe they were just doing some other work. (laughs) So... When we, uh, even simpler, humbler work, if it is done out of great joy, it is different. But in the beginning, we should do it out of responsibility, and that responsibility should become an expression of joy. Suppose my mother is not well, or she wants water, 
or something. I give it as a response. It is my response. I am the son and I, it is my responsibility to give you water. Take now. Thank you. Hurry home. That is one thing. But if I give it and offer it out of love and joy and reverence, that is totally different. But the first step is at least fulfill your responsibility. And the second step, let that responsibility become an expression of your love, not an expression of your sense of duty. But that will follow later. Huh? Not a, just an expression of sense of duty, because duty may be about duty. One has to transcend that also. And that transcendence happens when a person attains the state of enlightenment. So, Vartha Evacha Karmani. Further, Bhagwan says, Yadi Yaham Navarteyam Jatu Karmanya Tandritaha Mama Vartmanu Vartante Manusha Partha Sarvashaha Yadi Yaham Navarteyam Jatu Karmanya Tandritaha Mama Vartmanu Vartante Manusha Partha Sarvashaha Bhagwan continues, he says that if I don't work, yadi hi aham na varteyam, if I say that I don't have anything to gain or anything to lose, therefore I will not work. If I don't work, there is no loss for me. Hmm. Yadi aham na varteyam jatu karmani atandritaha, without becoming lazy, without relaxing, if I don't, uh, if I I mean, I don't work. Then, mama vartmanu vartante manusya partha sarvasyaha. Then, hey partha, others who take me as a superior person, who take me as a leader of mankind, who take me as an ideal person, they will also follow my path. And they will get spoiled. They will simply uh, suffer in their life. Because for me, becoming lazy, it doesn't, uh, it's not a great loss. But others who will imitate me and will become lazy, it will be a great loss for them. There was a great uh, saint, Bhagwan's avatar only, Dattatriya Audhut. He was a great realized master and he had many disciples. And once he was going with his disciples, so one of his devotees who was uh, making that uh, liquor, country liquor and all. So that person, because that was what he was making, so he offered to him. He said, please take this. So he drank. And his disciples also saw Areva, very nice. So they also drank. Then further he went and there was one goldsmith. And he had just melted some gold and he saw my master has come. So he just that melted gold he brought and kept it in front of him. And that great realized master he picked up and drank and looked at his disciples. They became ashamed. So many times we imitate such great masters 
and therefore they become more careful that since people imitate they follow the proper path of uh, of that which is given to us by the scriptures so bhagwan says if i don't work uh, without relaxing then others will also not work so mama vartmanu vartante manushya partha sarvashah and that will lead to great chaos in the society therefore i am working and therefore you to work more we'll see tomorrow